BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, rucking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey, everybody out there in BeastNet land, Hammer here. And on this episode of BeastNet, I'm talking with our very own Beast Pro Team athlete, Tasha Overmiller. How's it going, Tasha? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. So I'm sure that most of our audience needs no introduction to you, but for those that do, and for the sake of consistency purposes, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in OCR. Yeah. So I am actually originally from Missouri. Um, my husband, Taylor Overmiller, and I moved here in 2013 um, out here to Portland, I should say. And um, in college, we both ran track and cross country. So we definitely are no strangers to running. And then when we moved out here to Oregon, uh, we kind of were looking into ways for us to still be competitive. And Taylor actually got into it first. And um, I thought it was really cool, but I didn't have weekends off at the time. So I didn't get to uh, start trying it out for a little bit. Um, but then I randomly had a very short run with, I'm working at Battle Frog, um, before they decided to close their doors. Um, mm. so that was also a portion of what got me into it. But yeah, I think a good portion of it was just Taylor was already doing it. It looked like a lot of fun, something to kind of change up, um, instead of just doing running. And, um, I really enjoyed it and I've been doing it since then. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. See, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the opposite. I'm in, in the opposite boat now. Um, when I first started uh, doing OCR, I had weekends off and I was able to get out and kind of do it every once in a while. And, and I really enjoy it. And now my work schedule has changed up and now I don't have the weekends off. So I'm like really, really kind of in, um, in a tight spot as far as race calendar is concerned. Cause you know, I don't, I'm not trying to use up, um, I'm very limited on my PTO this year. So, um, you know, just cause I, I've got a lot of stuff going on, you know, my wife's, um, my wife's getting ready to, uh, deliver our second child here in the next two months and my parents are coming to visit. So that stretches my PTO very thin. So like, you know, taking time off, um, to do races is going to be very, very scarce this year. So, um, I, uh, I just, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. I don't, I'm used to having, you know, the weekends off and used to being able to get out and go to a race on a weekend. And so it's kind of an adjustment. I think this year, um, it's kind of like my year off. So I'll yeah. just kind of, uh, you know, I'll just keep, you know, stick to doing what I do at the house and, and, uh, you know, maybe just kind of train up a little bit better for, you know, next year's race calendar. So, um, I was actually looking forward to racing a lot of local stuff this year because I've talked to some race directors and I kind of really built myself up for wanting to go down to other places in California and, um, some other places over in Western Washington, maybe some Canadian places this year. And, uh, yeah. Here I have no weekends to do it on. So <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Um, but uh, yeah, so well that's cool. Um, how do you like it? You know, how do you like it since you've moved out to the Pacific Northwest? Oh, we enjoy it a lot. My family, we're getting to the point where we've been married almost five years, and we get the when are you guys gonna start having kids thing. Um, yeah. And more likely than not, they're like. 
so when you guys moving back and there's just no way we see ourselves <laughs> doing that uh, especially with uh, the harsh uh, winter there that just started right now oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah we really like it we've uh, gotten really into lots of different outdoor activities so um, we really oh, enjoy yeah, rock climbing so many <laughs> yeah We've gone out to Smith Rock a few times with friends. Uh, we bought a kayak, so we've gotten into some of that. There are just so many things to do here that it's a lot more motivating than sitting at home on your couch with a beer in your hands back in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. fun in moderation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely know the – I've become an outdoor junkie since I've since I moved up here because I actually moved up here in 2012. <laughs> And um, I, I'm kind of a, I'm a transplant to this area. So I moved, um, I moved from Southern Oklahoma and it's just dead grass, dead trees and flat over there. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, um, I've, you know, I, I can't say that I've actually like really experienced tornadoes. I mean, I've seen some, but I, you know, but yeah, that's just, no, um, which is kind of weird because um up here, we actually just, well, kind of close by here, um, Shelton and Aberdeen, Washington, um, and Hoquiam, they actually just had a tornado warning last night. And, uh, like, their news stations and everything like that were, you know, um, you know, basically suggesting that everybody take cover right away. And I'm like, this is Washington. We, we should not have tornadoes. Yeah, yeah especially in the winter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, the weather's crazy. You know, every once in a while there's a rarity and something like that happens. So, but, yes, you know, the, definitely moving out here has helped me become, you know, a lot more, um, you know, in tune with my outdoorsy side. Um, Oklahoma was just, you know, you go, everybody says, oh, let's go to the mountain. Well, where we lived, the mountain was like 1,400 feet tall. And that's that's not a mountain. That's a hill. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. you could easily, easily surpass that in any of the given races that we have here, you know, yeah. in our area, whether it be, you know, Portland or Seattle or any of that. You could easily just surpass that height in any given race and people are like oh let's let's go to the mountain it's 1400 feet tall people it's really not that high um, yeah they I, I don't think they know what mountains are um so uh but yeah it's it's definitely a lot of fun well i'm, I'm glad that you guys enjoy it up here do you like the beast net do you want to keep hearing it be sure to follow us on facebook twitter instagram and more at beast pod since moving up here, you're, um, you know, you and you and Taylor have uh, Portland out, uh, Portland Outdoor Athletics. Um, yeah. You know, give us a little bit of a rundown, kind of like, you know, what what do you guys uh, what do you guys do for those of us that don't know uh, about Portland Outdoor? Yeah, so Portland Outdoor Athletics currently um, Taylor's mobile personal training company. Um, he has some aspirations for uh, spreading out, doing a couple of different things in the future. I don't know what all he lets me say yet um <laughs> but as of right now it's uh him going to people where they're at the parks and green spaces and doing personal training with them uh, and you know really tailoring it to the person <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh-huh i see what you yeah. did there <laughs> i like to throw that one out there that's awesome yeah cool 
So before we kind of get you know into the more like you know meat and potatoes of the interview and stuff like that, I wanted to kind of ask you about Recon, um, your event yeah. organizer, because I know you work there. Um, you know what uh, what are you guys all about? Like, I mean, what kind of stuff are you guys putting on? Yeah, so it is so funny. The when I'm trying to explain what I do, it is very difficult. Um, but the easiest <laughs> way to explain it is that we put on big events for companies, mainly Nike. Um, so I don't know if you know oh, wow, anything cool. about like, yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, just that I wear them on my feet, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you have heard of Nike cross country national, um, but it's basically Nike, um, flies out 400 high school athletes, the top runners in the nation and cross country, um, flies them out in, uh, beginning of December and kind of treats them to this really cool experience on the Nike campus. And then there's this national race. And leading up to it, there are seven regional qualifying races. Um, so my company helps basically put it on, starting from regionals all the way through nationals. Um, so that oh, is kind of cool. one of the... Yeah, that one right now is our biggest event. And we do a whole bunch of other things in between. Um We'll be doing some work at the Olympic trials for them, which I'm really excited about. Kind of dream job oh, wow. for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Definitely. And then we I do, mean, yeah. Talk about the top runners. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. We uh, also do things like making custom boxes, like custom packaging um, for shoes, and we do custom footwear. So that's like okay. you take a existing pair of shoes and you either paint them or um, do heat press material and stuff like that. Um, so we do a lot yeah. of things. <laughs> On the Facebook page, I did see that killer looking box that they came up with, the one that was like all chromed out and everything. That was actually really yeah. cool. Yeah, we do a lot of cool stuff. We actually post um, a very small percentage just because, you know, not always allowed to do so, but we do some really cool stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. So, what is your uh, what does your training regimen look like? I mean, what do you what do you do to prepare for upcoming races and you know just to stay fit uh, in general? Yeah. Um, well, right now, like I was telling you earlier, is I'm recovering from sickness. I had the flu last week, so <laughs> yeah. training has been a little halted in the past week or so. Um, but Taylor is a good chunk of what helps me kind of figure out what my training schedule is. Um, my, I have some like easy runs throughout the week that I use to take care of our dog that we have. Um, so we'll do morning few mile runs. Um, and then we kind of add in going to the rock climbing gym to help with the grip work. And then, uh, usually mix in one or two like circuits throughout the week, whether that be just a quick like body weight circuit or mixing in like bucket carries beer throws, burpees, that type of thing, especially when we're getting ready to go to a Spartan. Got to have those oh, yeah. burpees ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Yes. And then um, one of the things I need to be better about incorporating is a long run slash hard hill workout. But um, Taylor has found uh, there's a place called BPA Road here in Portland. And mm -hmm. I believe it's just short of a mile and it's like 800 feet of gain. Um, so it's a, yeah, it's a pretty treacherous one. So we use that pretty frequently to work on the hill. 
uphill stuff and we've gotten some some of our friends that'll kind of use it as a little challenge um a little way to start the saturday morning off on the right <laughs> note <laughs> yeah the dog oh, likes yeah. to join for that one yeah that's that's awesome yeah everybody that's that's listened to my episodes before they know that incline is not my a game like i i am not i'm not a fan of of incline um it's something i definitely need to train for um i and you know i could train all i want mentally i always find myself blocking you know like i don't know i i find myself blocking my myself in the um when i'm preparing to do incline especially at a race i'll mm-hmm. get to the base of something and and mentally i'm just i'm already worn out because i see it and i can't yeah. most of the time you can't see the end of it so it's like there's always that exactly. block and I, I think i'm getting i think i'm getting better at it and um you know this the the last um spartan that i did um with uh pretty mike and and don that one actually had a lot a lot of incline stuff and oh. i actually didn't do as bad as i thought i was going to just because i'd kind of worked on it um throughout the year yeah. but it, it still really sucked for me because i just i hate incline <laughs> Yeah, I'm right there with you. I always enjoy the Seattle course a lot more than the uh, Portland course, Washougal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still have yet to do, um, I still have yet to do Washougal. I actually was hoping to do that one this year. Um, sadly, I will not be able to do that. So ah. that's a goal for next year. Yay. There you go. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> there's like one major hill. Yeah, and sometimes I think it was the last year, or the year before that they started us, which was so mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. But you know, I mean, I guess I guess it's good to start out, you know, fresh. Yeah. And, you know, just first thing right out the gate, you just go right up the hill, and you know, hopefully that's yeah. it. Hopefully you're done. You don't have to return to it. That would be that would be great for me. I, I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah, it definitely gets it out of those nice. Which is kind of cool. Do you like challenges that are fun, tough, and might use tacos? Head on over to BeastChallenge.com and check out our upcoming events, including Beast's 5K+, a combination of race and endurance event, and the Bucket Mile. Keep an eye on the Beast's OCR Facebook group for event gatherings. For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beast's OCR Facebook group. You'll be glad you did. When you're facing, you know, that kind of, um, you know, difficulty or that kind of adversity on the course, what keeps you focused? Um, I usually just kind of focus on the next people in front of me and just kind of using them to um, kind of chip away and like reel them in one at a time instead of focusing on the hill itself. Um, Just try and see it that way. It also helps that I'm starting to know a lot more people in um, OCR. So if I see people that I know, that also helps to have somebody there working next to me. Oh yeah. 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 I think, I think that that really helps. Um, it, it actually does. I mean, it's, um, it's kind of a thing for me too. Like when I, I struggled with this year's or this past year's super and, um, I was, I mean, it was just, just so cold for me. Um, and I, I really wanted to give up and, um, I, I was so close. I kept, I kept kind of like circling back to this volunteer because it was like, okay, I'm going to say it this time. And then I'd be like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then it was like, no, I'm going to say it to the volunteer this time. No, I'm not going to do it. 
And then finally, Mike and Don caught up with me, and I was like, okay, I just let's just focus on. I'm going to just talk to them, and so yeah. for like the next, you know, mile, mile and a half, it was me, pretty Mike, uh, Don, Nick Thompson, and we just we just kind of did our thing, and and that just dug me right out of that hole. So um, exactly. it, it's always nice to to be able to have that, you know, especially when you see somebody that you know, um, you know, to just kind of focus on that and and um, you know be able to communicate and. You know, even if it's just, you know, simple, like, conversation, I think that, before, you know, if you're engaging in that, you, you kind of take your mind off of what you're doing. And before you know it, you know, you're, you're done with it. And you're like, oh, well, that, that went by a little bit faster than I thought it was going to. Yeah, exactly. Or even just having those people on the sideline who randomly start cheering for you. You're like, wait a minute, that was my name that I heard somebody <laughs> cheering for. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... It's weird. We keep segueing into these questions like so, so like effortlessly, um, and which is kind of relative to this next question. So, like when you first got started, did you ever think that it would would get that far to where you would be running a race and then, you know, somebody you'd hear somebody, you know, just some random, not really like a rando, but like, you know, maybe somebody that yeah. knows you but you might not know them. You know, they're, you know, oh, go ahead, you know, get it, blah blah. blah. You know, do you ever think that when you got started that it would ever get this far that you would become kind of like a role model to so many people? No, I definitely didn't. I kind of just expected it to be something fun that um, Taylor and I could do together and wasn't really thinking about the community that really comes in uh, the OCR community. Um, so it's been really awesome to see that happen. Yeah, definitely wasn't expecting. Cool. Um, so you've, you've recently become, I mean, a lot of this, you know, I'm, I'm kind of gearing up to this question. So with all the training and, you know, the, all the different races and stuff, you've recently become a beast pro team athlete. That's got to be pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. How, you know, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I definitely expect when I first got into it to be taking it so seriously, but I think it's uh, pretty awesome that, first of all, that I was even thought of for it. But yeah, just being able to be up there with kind of the bigger dogs and um, up there with Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> so going forward from that, um, what, um, you know, associated with it, what goals do you have for the future of your OCR journey? Yeah, I mean, um, it's a good question for like local ones. My goals for kind of like the season are, um, first of all, to start stay healthy would be great. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, just trying to keep shooting for the top of the podium for the local ones with the Spartans. I mean, the goal would always be to be on the podium for a Spartan, but um, just really working myself up there. And it's always uh, kind of my top priority to be like top 10, um, at least like Washugo ones. Obviously the big ones where you have like Lin- Lindsay Webster and all those guys there, I don't really expect to be top 10, but yeah. kind of for like Seattle, Washugo, I think those are ones I can at least aspire to try and be there for that. Yeah. You know, and there's there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with, you know, um, wanting to be on the podium. I know I've talked to a couple other people before. It's like, you know, they're, they're so humble, you know, and they're, they're like, you know, I, I just want to be a better me. You know, I just want to do as best as I can. And I know sometimes people kind of try to avoid that whole, like, 
you know, oh, I want a podium, you know, I want to be first, you know, I want to be first, I want to get that gold, and I want to, you know, be the top of my age group, or I want to be, you know, I want to finish in the top three of the elite, whatever, you know, and I, I have, I've talked to quite a few people that are, are so humble, and I think they, you know, kind of want to, um, you know, keep that humility, but I, you know, I think it's great, you know, like there's, there's that part of us that want to achieve that for ourselves, you know, maybe not for the glitz and the glamour of, you know, the public and all that, but just, just to know that we've done it ourselves and to be able to say not for other people, but just for ourselves that, Hey, you know, I pushed myself to this limit and I'm really proud that I, I got to that point to where I could, I could podium. And that's, to me, that's something that you know, you'll be able to look at for the rest of your life and be like, you know, this is a really great memory that I've got. You know, this is a really great experience. And to think that, you know, you might be telling that story later on down the line, you know, somebody in your, whether it be your immediate family or even your distant family hears it and it maybe inspires them to go, you know, it, it's just yeah. great. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. So speaking of role models, um, who inspires you? Yeah, I think um, who I usually would say um, would be my mom. Uh, my mom and I have been through quite a lot, this, and she's been a single parent for a good chunk of it, and um, oh, she's always been tough. supporting. Yeah, so she's always been super supportive um, and encouraging me through everything. She's the reason I like went to college and uh, was able to have the support system to go and get my master's degree after that. Um, just always pushing me to kind of um, go beyond my limits. Like she was sad, but super excited for me to be moving to Portland and to get out of Missouri <laughs> and try something new. And um, she's just been, um, it's probably the strongest person that I know. So it's always someone that I aspire to be just to have the strengths that she has. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, so do you have any, um, do you have any personal or like promotional shout outs that you want to put out there? I mean, always love to shout out to Taylor's Portland Outdoor Athletics and, um, keep an eye out for, um, future activities that he, uh, posts. I don't know if he's going to get back to the summer doing like group workouts and things like that, but keep an eye out for that and any new adventures he chooses to take in the future. Cool. Yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye out for that. Awesome. Um, And uh, before we wrap up, I I wanted to see if, did you want to lead us out with any words of encouragement? Yeah, I think um, some words of encouragement for anybody who's looking to maybe try OCR is just that um, it feels like it might be something intimidating, but with the people that you're surrounded with, it's actually like a lot less intimidating where you really can just jump out there and, People are constantly cheering for you, even if they don't know you. And um, you meet a lot of great people and have a lot of great experiences. So I would definitely recommend it. I've, I've thought about this, and I don't know if I'm really like doing it a disservice by saying it's kind of like a party. But for me, it's kind of like a party, like <laughs> because it's I, yeah. I get that you know that that buildup of like just awesome joyous emotion when I'm out racing, um, you know, and meeting other members of the community and it's not that we're necessarily having a party because there's some of this stuff that (laughs) you know really you know uh challenges us to our core and yeah um but at the same time once 
once you overcome that, it's, it's just this like overwhelming feeling. I, I just, you know, I, mm-hmm. I always thought that I wasn't going to be, I, when I went in, when I first started doing OCR, I didn't see it going as far as I did with me. Um, it's become, you know, like I wouldn't say it's become a lifestyle. It's become more, it has become a lifestyle, but it's become more of like an addiction to me. I, I, I love it. I don't get to do it as much as I want. And it's, <laughs> it's just crazy. And so I didn't think I was going to be as emotionally tied to it as I was. So when I, my goal this, this past year was to do my first trifecta, cause I had done, you know, plenty of other solo races before and, and wanted to kind of just, you know, I guess, pick it up and, and do a little bit more. And, and so this, this past year was actually the first time I kind of wanted to do a trifecta. It wasn't really like a thing that I'd wanted to do before, but I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I just really want to get out and do it. So I went out and did it and I'd never really attempted a beast before. And so at the end of that one, um, I, I swore it was like, okay, I'm just going to cross the finish line and get my medal and all that. But after I finished, um, I think what, what actually kind of helped this too was that, um, my niece was actually at the finish line and she was the one that put the metal around, mm-hmm. uh, around my neck. And so it was really wow. cool to kind of share that with, with her and, um, you know, and her, her dad was right next to me. We both kind of finished the race together and, um, she was the one that was there at the end and, you know, meddled us and all that. And at the end of it, I was just, I was so overwhelmed with this great, just happy feeling that, you know, I, I kind of teared up and, and, I was like, wow, it's, it's, it's become this much a part of me that I never thought that I never thought it would. And so mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of my, my way of, you know, looking at it um, and kind of promoting it to my friends that have never tried it before. You know um, it's like, to me, it's just a big party and it's, it's such a big feel good environment, no matter how much the mud sucks, no matter how much you struggle with <laughs> any certain obstacles it's just a big party to me and I absolutely love it. So, but yes, I, I kind of, you know, I kind of look at it like that. Yeah. Um, I'd say like, <laughs> I mean, uh, go ahead. no, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that there are some times where, um, a lot of it to do with nerves, but I get to the line and I'm like, why do I do this to myself? And <laughs> I'm like dreading <laughs> it. Then I get started, I race and I get done and I'm like, Oh, that's why. And now I want to do it again. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Our listeners have definitely heard me say that a lot. I'll, I'll, I, I think I've said once every episode, why do I sign up for these things? Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, you know, you get to the end of it and you're like, this is why. This is yeah. build up this, you know, this just overwhelming sense of accomplishment. And that's that's what does it. I mean, it starts, you know, it starts small, but then it just, it builds up. And before you know it, you're hooked. Yeah, exactly. It's it's definitely a very, um, definitely a very enticing thing, especially, you know, and it's very, (laughs) after a while, you start looking at your race calendar and you're like, man, can I really afford to do all these races all the time? (laughs) Because there's so many, like there's so many I want to sign up for. Yeah, been there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I still, I'm still there. Like, you know, the the racing locally stuff, I I really wanted to kind of, I know Don, I think Don, put out the feelers a little bit um, with me and Mike and was like, Hey, you know, do you guys want to go down to California and do 
uh, you know, grit OCR. And cause I know that we, um, I interviewed their race director, uh, last year and he had given us, you know, he was like, yeah, come on down. You know, you guys, you guys can come out, come down and check it out and, and all that. And we were invited down to come down this year. And, um, unfortunately I will not be able to go. So it's like, man, here I go. I got a, you know, I got a free entry to grid OCR and now I can't use it. Great. Dang, that sucks. But ah, that's all right. There's always the future. Even if, even if I have to, you know, just go do it my, you know, myself and not have the company, I, I still really want to do it. And I think that's, um, that's something that I'm going to strive for, but (laughs) <laughs> awesome. Well, um, Tasha, I really appreciate you taking the time to, you know, hang out on BeastNet today and or tonight, really. Um, I keep forgetting <laughs> it's nighttime because I used to work graveyard shifts, so this is normally like oh, in the morning. Wow. Yeah, I've only been on a day shift schedule for, for two weeks, so this is still kind of new to me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I definitely appreciate, uh, you taking the time out of your, uh, out of your life to, uh, and away from your family to, um, you know, sit here and chat with us on BeastNet. We definitely look forward to, uh, following up with you in the future. And I especially look forward to, you know, meeting in real life and, and putting a face to the name and, um, that, you know, it's, it's all about, like you said, it's all about, uh, getting together and having the community and, you know, hopefully in the future we can, you know, connect to the race, just follow up and, and hang out and yeah. have fun and see each other on the course. Yeah, that sounds great. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at BeastsOCR.org.